Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 59. We're in a chronological walk through Jesus' life. We're in on Tuesday, which is the Tuesday of the great week. He dies on Friday. He's having an encounter uh, now with the Sadducees. It's in all in three uh, Gospels. I'm going to read it from Matthew, and then we're going to learn about what happens when people die, and then we're going to learn about the current voice of God. So that should be fun. All right, so this is from Matthew chapter 22, and I'm going to start with verse 23. It's titled, The Sadducees Ask About the Resurrection. The same day the Sadducees came to him, who say there's no resurrection, and they asked him a question, saying, and they asked him a question about the resurrection, actually. Teacher Moses said, if a man dies having no children, his brother must marry the widow and raise up the children for his brother. Now there were seven brothers among us. The first married and died having no children and left his wife to his brother. So too the second and the third and down to the seventh. After them all, the woman died. In the resurrection, therefore, which we don't believe in, of the seven, whose wife will she be? For they all had her. But Jesus answered them, I love this, you are wrong because you know neither the scriptures nor the power of God. For in the resurrection, so there is a resurrection, they neither marry nor are given in marriage, but are like angels in heaven. And as for the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what was said to you by God? I am the God of Abraham and the God of Isaac and the God of Jacob. That's a quote from uh, Exodus chapter 3, verse 6. God speaking in the present tense. Back to the passage here. He is not the God of the dead, but the God of the living. When the crowd heard this, they were astonished at his teaching. So the Sadducees are asking him a question about the resurrection, what happens when people people die. And just, here's the thing, they're wrong about the resurrection. They're wrong about a lot of things. In fact, Jesus says in verse 29, you are wrong. And then it tells them the reason why they're wrong. So the passage refers to this Exodus 3, 6, where God the Father refers to uh, Abraham and Isaac and Jacob in the present tense. I am the God of these guys. Not that I was the God of these guys. I am the God of these guys. And so I am an ongoing still God of these people who are ongoing and still alive. So you're wrong about this. Abraham is still alive. Isaac is still alive. Jacob is still alive. Everybody you've ever met is still alive. So what happens when people die? There is a resurrection. So let's just get that straight. But then he says, uh, you're wrong because you know neither the scriptures or the power of God. In fact, you're wrong about all kinds of things. You're wrong about marrying. Um, so the the point is there isn't going to be marriage in heaven, either past marriage or future marriage. Um, so people are not going to be married there, and you're not married just because you go there with, and your spouse might be there as well. 
Um, you're wrong about angels. Uh, so the thing about angels, first of all, angels are only male, so there's no marriage there. Uh, secondly, is that they weren't given marriage. They are eternal, which is cool. You don't want to be an angel. Uh, you you want to be like an angel because you want to go on forever. That'll be fun. But the problem with angels is there's no uh, redemption for them. The children of man are the ones that have a redemption. So the Sadducees, you're wrong about marriage. You're wrong about angels. You're wrong about resurrection. You're wrong about God. Uh, being the God of the living versus God of the dead. And the reason you're wrong is you don't know the scriptures. And it's interesting, he says, you don't know the scriptures, and then he refers to a passage that they do, quote-unquote, know, that they do, they have previously read it. So he's making a big point here. Haven't you read this? And he's what he's saying is, reading does not equal knowing. A little math question, a little math uh, illustration here. Uh, reading does not equal knowing. And he's saying about the scriptures, hey, these scriptures, they're published. They're perceivable. I want you to understand some things. They're knowable. This this truth that you're ignoring was established on the, I don't know, the 50th page of the Bible. That is, uh, you... Uh, have a God who is in the present tense with the present tense, uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. This was a truth that's in the Bible that you should have picked up. Um, so you're, and you're accountable for this, uh, revelation. So the two things he says, you haven't, haven't you not read and they had, but they hadn't understood it, hadn't, hadn't known it. And they didn't know the power of God or the person of God and the arm of the Lord. We talked about that in episode 51. Verse 31 really hit me. This was my favorite. Have you not read what was said to you by God? And then he quotes this this passage. So he's saying that that this is as if the voice of God is verbally speaking to you. He equates it with the same... Uh, import. He says in Exodus 3, 6, God is speaking to you via his word. And so if God was speaking to you, wouldn't you approach it with humility and awe and respect and honor? So with regards to the Sadducees and us, okay, don't be wrong. How? Well, know the scriptures. Approach them as if they're said by God. So that would be start with curiosity and wonder and glad you're here. And then to the end, aim for awe, as if these things are God, things that God are telling you. And don't be wrong about the power of God. He's knowable, relatable, observable, and we're account- and I think we're accountable for knowing him. And read with the purpose and the point that reading does not equal knowing. So read to know, not, don't just read to read. I always tell people, read less of the Bible, and hopefully you'll understand more. The purpose isn't to get through the Bible, to get the Bible through you. So read, yes, and read as if it's said to you by God. Why? Because the Bible is spoken to you by God. Thanks for listening, and thanks for considering this from the Word.